Hello, and welcome back to the CUSE Conversations Alumni Podcast here for Syracuse University's Office of Alumni Engagement. My name is John Boccasino. I am the communications specialist here. I'm also a proud 2003 alumnus of the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications studying broadcast journalism. We are so pleased that you took the time to find us here on your podcast, wherever you go to find them on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, everywhere you go to find your podcast, please go out there and find Q's Conversations podcast. You can also follow us on anchor.fm slash Q's Conversations and alumni.syr.edu slash Q's Conversations. This podcast is for alumni from alumni. We are telling stories of great alumni who are making a difference in their communities around the world. And today I am so pleased to bring with you two folks who are really making a difference for young alumni out there. It's Jenny May and Mike Smith. They are involved with the Generation Orange alumni, the Generation Orange Leadership Council. Those are alumni who are within the last 10 years a graduate of Syracuse University. And Jenny and Mike, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Jenny, give our listeners a little background about yourself. What do you do? Where are you from? And how did you find Syracuse University? Absolutely. Thanks, John. Great to be on here. Well, obviously, like you mentioned, my name's Jenny May. I was a graduate of uh, class of 2017, Newhouse and Whitman, uh, specifically supply chain management, marketing, and public relations. And I actually grew up in Jacksonville, Florida, and decided to go all the way up to Syracuse University because of the Newhouse program and due to all of the different activities that I could I get involved with while on campus, whether it was the swim team, whether it was Greek life, the University 100 tour guide, studying abroad in Spain. And I definitely took advantage of all four years, but something that happened while on campus was getting involved with the alumni that visited. And so I knew once I graduated, I eventually uh, currently now live in Connecticut and I work for Pratt & Whitney, which is a jet engine manufacturer. And going to a new state that I didn't know anyone the quickest thing for me to do was to look online, find the Syracuse University Alumni Club, and they became my first sort of family in my new area. And so with, along with this Generation Orange involvement to connect young alumni, I also like to be involved with the local alumni clubs here in Connecticut. That's a little bit about me. And Jenny is, of course, referring. We have more than 50 alumni clubs and groups around the world. And the one that Jenny is referring to is the Alumni Club of Connecticut and Western Massachusetts. There's also West Fair Orange with Westchester and Fairfield counties. There's Big Apple Orange all in the tri-state area. The Alumni Group of Long Island has launched themselves as well. There's plenty of ways to get involved if you're an alum living in the tri-state area. And really around the world, if you go to alumni.syr.edu slash clubs, you can go find an alumni club near you. Now, our second guest here on the podcast, and Jenny, thank you so much for the background. We're going to welcome on Mike Smith. Mike, great to have you. Give uh, give us your elevator speech. Talk a little bit about you know yourself, where you're from, and why you chose Syracuse, sure. and what you're doing these days. So I um, grew up in North Jersey, right outside of New York City, and Syracuse for me was always the Goldilocks school. It wasn't too big, wasn't too small. It was definitely very cold, but it had a perfect mix of everything. So I was an undergrad at Newhouse and Whitman uh, as well. Uh, and then I got a master's in Whitman um, in business. And it was really, uh, like I said, perfect experience being at Syracuse and now very involved with the Generation Orange uh, alumni program. And now I work for myself out of New York City. Uh, I work with about 
half dozen small business owners helping them manage their operations and their investments. So it's been really valuable to have the SU Mike, network to support and both will use. Yeah, Mike, I think it's fascinating. And the fact that we have two people on here who are both, you know, have experiences with with Whitman and, and the strong program of entrepreneurship. Mike, I know I was doing a little bit of LinkedIn stalking on you earlier before the podcast, <laughs> getting some background Thank on you. you. And I like the fact that, you know, you really, you know, you, you don't call yourself an entrepreneur, but yet what you do is very entrepreneurial. And you started this company called Venture Fuel in 2014. Can you talk a little bit about the goals of Venture Fuel and what you're trying to accomplish and, uh, and how that's gone so far in the five plus years? Yeah, I always say um, I struggle with like the definition of entrepreneur because it's like, what does it mean? Does it mean I live in my parents' basement or I'm so successful? It's like kind of nebulous. Um, but I started this company after I left Syracuse, and my goal over the year was to, uh, over the life of the career, to help uh, a thousand business owners. Um, and I've just been fortunate that uh, through my entire career, I've always had the view that if you help people first, business will come your way. You know, I get into discussion pretty often with people, and they ask me, like, how do you find business? And, and they assume it's like LinkedIn or Facebook ads or some sort of like one trick pony, but really the way that I've been able to found business is just by helping people and enough of them come along and want to make it formal. Uh, that's the way that I've always tried to operate and having a good group of people in the area, both in New York and in central New York with Syracuse has been so valuable to know there's people supporting me and just be able to give back as well. That was great, Mike. That was a perfect answer right there. We appreciate it's all about getting your background and getting how you tied in with, with your company and, and Jenny for your, in your occupation with Pratt and Whitney, you know, it's an aircraft manufacturing company, East Hartford, Connecticut. Um, it's something that you, from what I understand, had lined up, you know, before you graduated, which is awesome to know, you know, and you're a class of 2017 alumna, to know your future, to know where you were going before you graduated really had to uh, give you some peace of mind heading into the workforce. It certainly did, John. And it was a interesting aspect of Whitman. A lot of the students, specifically in the Whitman School of Management, you come back from your senior year, uh, or that summer before your senior year, that internship, a lot of specific industries are going after students now after the internship, automatically trying to rope them into applying, interviewing, and a lot of individuals have that job by October, November. Now, for me, I actually was leaning towards the communications route uh, going into my senior year. That summer, I was in New York City, had a very unique and interesting experience came back to my senior year and was a little shaky. I didn't know if I wanted to, to go the communications route or the supply chain route. And so had some wonderful professors, mentors, supporters uh, from Florida as well as from Syracuse University who helped me, like, helped me think through it all. And then I went through the interview process and I think it was around Thanksgiving break my senior year that I officially signed. Now, what's unique about what I, or how I joined Pratt & Whitney is that I joined through a rotation program. So instead of saying, yes, I'm going to be sitting at this cubicle for the next two to five years, instead it was, all right, and for the next two years, I know that I will at least have a job and I will be rotating. So every six months, I get to go to a new department. So my, uh, my rotation was specifically the material management program. So as most of the listeners might realize, I do not have an engineering degree. And of course, I'm in a company that is over 50% engineers. However, I was able to learn a lot from these engineers while I rotated through the various rotations. So if you think of a supply chain, you think of raw material, you go through the processing, and then you create your final output, which for Pratt & Whitney is a jet engine. And throughout those four rotations, I learned a lot, and I even was able to travel down to 
uh, our uh, places and uh, we have places all across the world, but specifically I was up in North Berwick, Maine, as well as down near Atlanta, Georgia. And so I actually very recently placed out, started my new role. So I completed and graduated from that rotation program, was able to learn a lot. And now in that first role, and I think uh, for any listeners that have, uh, that have younger children or that, are, that might currently be going through school, a rotation program is definitely something to look into because you get to learn so much and you get to really grow your network at a expedited rate within a large company like I did. We have Jenny May, class of 2017, and Mike Smith got his undergraduate in 2012 and a graduate degree in 2013. We have two members of the Generation Orange uh, Leadership Council here talking with us on the Q's Conversations podcast. And, you know, one of the benefits to Syracuse University is you really get a chance to dabble in as many different areas as you want to when it comes to your specialty. And I love the fact that, you know, all of us, you know, there's three Newhouse grads here on this podcast talking right now. And of course, you guys both have the Whitman background, which really has, I'm sure, prepared you both for for career success. But I want to shift gears a little bit and, uh, and and move from talking about career advice for you guys to now the younger alumni, which you are both a part of, again, this Generation Orange Leadership Council, which for folks that don't know, Generation Orange alumni are graduates of the last 10 years. And, and Syracuse, one of the best parts of this place to work and to study is the family feeling. When you walk on campus, even before you walk on campus, our clubs around the country do new student send-offs where you're allowed to go out there and meet other incoming freshmen and families and make friends and make connections and feel like you have some allies before you go to campus. That's your first introduction to the Orange family. Once you come on campus, there's all sorts of activities that are planned to introduce you to what it means to be Orange. And that continues through your senior year. There's programs that the Forever Orange um, Student Alumni Council puts together and the Generation Orange Leadership Council. There's so many programs that try to teach students when they're on campus what it means to be an alum and that they're a part of the alumni family even before they graduate. I love the inclusive uh, status that we have with the Generation Orange Leadership Council and that it makes you feel like you're welcomed and you're wanted. And Mike and Jenny, you two are a part of this leadership council here that really strives to give programming and networking and other sorts of great get-togethers for alumni who have graduated in the last 10 years. Mike, I want to start with you. Your role on the Generation Orange Leadership Council, why did you want to get involved and how do you think you guys are able to make a difference in the lives of these young alumni? I got involved because I think it's important to like pay it forward and Syracuse is a big driver, I think, in all the success of alumni and just by virtue of being there for a number of years it becomes a part of who you are um, and chose to get involved because definitely to be cliche bleed orange Uh, and I think it's important for alumni especially recently you know you leave and if you're really involved the first year out the second year out the third year out you're gonna be involved for a while but if you lose that touch that's why I think Syracuse University does a great job of engaging recent alumni because it's not all about just how much you give it's involved in it about giving back to your school and your major and talking to students and all that. So it was super important. And Jenny, how about same question for yourself? What motivated you to want to get involved and give back here on the Generation Orange Leadership Council? I think it was a continuation uh, from my involvement as a student. Now, the Generation Orange Leadership Council came about when I was a student. And so it was a very easy transition from what's now called the Forever Orange Student Alumni Council that are student ambassadors on campus currently that help connect to 
alumni of all ages to being a young alum and saying, you know, I want to ensure that everyone still has that connection. I know I have my friends like you, John, and other individuals still working or going through to school at Syracuse, but say in two or three years when I'm five or six years out of college, I might not have those uh, close ties. And so to have a core group of individuals that uh, at one point we were around the world, I think we're all within the 50 states of the U.S. right now, but having that connection to really be able to increase the involvement because whether you are, um, the great example I think right now is I just finished volunteering for a weekend at the local uh, golf championship here and so many people were wearing Syracuse hats or shorts and I'm like, you know, it's it's, uh, Connecticut, but it is still for me surprising and exciting to see that Syracuse paraphernalia. And so just making sure that people say, hey, you know, there are alumni clubs out here. We have a fitness event going on or we have for active 44 or we're doing an event where we're going to have the gen o series where generation orange members can learn about either it's professionalism and networking or travel tips if you're traveling for work or for uh your two or three weeks vacation that you might get in your uh, recent job out of college for me going into the generation orange leadership council was a natural progression i believe however it's the individuals i've met through there that have graduated within the past 10 years and the people that I hope to bring to future Generation Orange events that keep me going because it's those people that I want to ensure that they know that the resources that they had at Syracuse University for their undergraduate or their master's career there on campus are still accessible to them as alums. I know it's it's so important. And we're talking here with Jenny May and Mike Smith here on the Cuse Conversations podcast. When I graduated from Syracuse in 2003, I went back home to Rochester, New York. It's only an hour and 15 minutes here from Syracuse. But I had a lot of friends that graduated with me and I could have that connection, those networks, and that fun connection to the Syracuse campus continue once I graduated. And for a lot of alumni, they thrive on having those programs, the opportunities to stay in touch with their university, but sometimes there's not always the programming in their area. So I think that what came up with the leadership council of offering these opportunities to further, you know, the network and the bond with Syracuse University and these young graduates through interactive and engaging programming through strength and communications efforts, through networking. It's a win-win for everybody because you really, you as, as an alum, you don't want to lose touch with your university. You don't want to lose touch with those friendships that you built up over the four years. But I think a lot of times people struggle. How do you take the next step to go from being a graduate where your whole world you know, was your school, was Syracuse University. Now you're moving out there in the real world and sometimes people might struggle for that connection. How do I stay connected to Syracuse? So I think to both of you, it's great your work with the Generation Orange Leadership Council. Jenny, you mentioned the GoPro series, which is awesome. They did travel hacks uh, this past spring where if people wanted to learn about a new city, they wanted to go out there and, and pack their bags and figure out some best practices for travel tips and pointers. You could learn, you could network, you could have a good professional outing with fellow young alumni and really learn about, you know, where you might want to take your next vacation. I think that's so exciting to hear the programming that is being offered. I'm sure there's many more exciting programs to come in the uh, next academic year. Mike, can you tell us a little bit about what the council has planned for the 2019, 20, uh, 2020 academic year and what maybe young alumni can expect to receive out of the generation orange leadership council? So I think one of the things we continue to lean into is 
professional development and having things that are valuable for both recent grads and learning about their career and, and the fields they're in. And something we're going to be investing more time into is digital offerings like webinars and things that people can participate in virtually without having to be physically in just one place to, to broaden the reach and you know, focus on a career or an industry, something that we're seeing happening a lot that we want to invest time in. And it seems like Mike, that's something that I'm sure comes from. Uh, you guys have you guys have meetings, you guys have planning sessions. Can you can you pull back the curtain a little bit? What made uh, that topic of having digital offerings, potential live streaming sessions, networking sessions that can be done remotely? Um, why does the council feel that that's a good direction to move forward with some of their programmatic offerings? Well, I think it's the best way to deploy help to everyone at once. I mean, not not being limited by geography really changes the the scale of the effort and impact you're able to make. Um, so it's broadening the reach to make sure you're reaching everyone. Um, but I think the thing the council has really been great at so far is just keeping recent alumni engaged because it's all about this for a few years. And uh, and Jenny, the question for you, continuing off of that train of thought, we mentioned the GoPro series on travel hacks. There was also the amazing program that was done previously, basically wine tasting for beyond graduation. I know everyone who's had a chance to take a wine tasting class here at Syracuse, you know, you realize how what a special opportunity that is. It's one of the things I look forward to most heading into my senior year. And we got to continue that with an offering as part of this GoPro series. Jenny, what do you see as the, the merit and the value behind offering programs like the GoPro series? How do our young alums benefit from programming like GoPro? The GoPro series, as well as some other events that we uh, hope to host in the coming year, it's certainly... I would say the benefits and the enrichments is the fact that you are taking your time out of the day, whether it's a webinar or going there in person to meet other people. If it is a geographical location, I know we have some uh, very core, strong uh, generation orange members down uh, around DC as well as in Boston that are able to host some amazing events. But we also have some generation orange members that might live in uh, a little bit further out, uh, far to reach areas. And that's where we started thinking, you know, we want to be able to connect to everyone. And being able to connect to other Orange alumni is great because you might not know all of, you might not know everyone from your time at Syracuse. So using my example here at Pratt & Whitney, it's a very large company. I have met so many fellow Orange alums who have graduated since, I would say, about 2003 or so and up that I, A, didn't have a chance to meet them on campus, or B, you know, maybe they were on campus during my time, but they might have been in our engineering program or aerospace program, not the Whitman or the Newhouse program that I was in. And so this opportunity to connect with people that are your age, but meet those connections that, A, aren't in your uh, discipline or profession, not in your company, it's a great way to expand your network. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Jenny. It's really all about giving opportunities and, 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 you know, there's something to be said for reaching out and, uh, and finding people that are outside of your comfort zone. And I think that's, what's fun about anytime there's a networking night or there's a game watch or something along those lines that's happening in your neck of the woods, you know, people, maybe they feel a little intimidated if they're in an area by themselves, but there's so many resources that are available for young alums who have graduated and relocate you know, to a new city. I know that we offer welcome to the city guides. We did those for a while on the website where if you're moving to a new city, 
here's tips on apartment hunting. Here's tips on how to find the best restaurants, the best places to eat, you know, when you're moving to a new town, it can be very overwhelming, but I feel like one of the biggest benefits of the leadership council is making ways for young alums to, again, still feel connected to their university, still feel connected to a new, new city where they relocate to. And that's something where, you know, was it hard for you, Jenny, to go from being um, a student to a graduate? Because I think a lot of times people do struggle with that life change that comes from from graduating, and it could be an adjustment process. John, that's a great question. It certainly is an adjustment. I might be a bad example to use because I do love meeting new people. And no matter what the age they are, uh, whatever the age or background, I love learning and meeting these different people. So coming to Connecticut, I definitely got involved in other organizations, but being able to just come home to the Syracuse Alumni Club or uh, join the Generation Orange Leadership Council calls it gave me a background that I was, or a familiarity while I was going into so many new things. So a great thing that I actually just was uh, listening into was talking about transitions and saying when you do a transition, whether it's job, geography, um, who, uh, positions, backgrounds, disciplines, you can choose how many things you want to change. So graduating from Syracuse, whether you choose to stay in Syracuse, that might just be a new uh, a new discipline, not a new ge uh, geographic location. But a lot of our young alums may be moving across the country over to California. So that's a transition that's a new uh, new geography, new people, new job, new home location, and it might present a few challenges. So having something that is familiar, like that uh, support and the love of orange, that is something that made it easier for me. We are here on the Cuse Conversations podcast talking with Jenny May and Mike Smith. And, and our next question is going to focus on an area that some people might view as kind of taboo, but I think it's really important to pull the curtain back on this topic. And it comes to fundraising and giving back to your alma mater. I know when I was in my 20s, I wish I could still say I was in my 20s, but sadly I've moved on to the spectrum where I've been out of school for, for quite some time. But to give back to your alma mater, it seemed like it was a foreign concept back then because people were struggling to land a career, to get secure with themselves financially, and you don't really necessarily think of making a contribution. But Mike, when it comes to fundraising, and there's so many ways you can give back you know, through our, um, our giving day efforts, through when you're a senior class act to give and you get those great chords to rock when you walk across the stage to get your diploma. Diploma. There's so many ways to get involved and giving back doesn't have to necessarily be a huge financial contribution. How does the Generation Orange Leadership Council view fundraising and the role that that plays with our young alumni? Well, I agree with everything you just said. I think the thing we hear around the university is, you know, time, treasure, talent. You don't have to give just money to be involved. Uh, but the thing with fundraising that I think is super interesting, and it really is just part of the university dynamic is that a big part of how a university is judged is how engaged is their alumni. So I think the thing that everyone advocates for is giving whatever you're comfortable with, a dollar, $10, $100. So every dollar really counts because it goes back to the student program and um, it's super important. And Jenny, I know you were uh, fortunate enough to be featured on a couple of, uh, you know, I know I interviewed you for a, a couple of pieces talking about the value of of giving back. But the same question for you, what role does fundraising play with the Generation Orange Leadership Council? And how, why do you think it's important for younger alums to get in that giving uh, mentality, you know, before they get too far down the road? So I think it goes back to our, our, our T's, the time, treasure, and talent of 
fundraising and giving back can be uh, seen or actually be done in different ways. And so everyone automatically assumes, all right, I want commas, I want dollar signs, I want big checks. And when you're coming right out of college, you might not be dropping all those comma signs. But in reality, just being able to donate your time, whether it's interviewing local students or attending local uh, career or high school affairs to uh, spread the knowledge and uh, awareness of Syracuse University in your local area to giving back a little bit, uh, like uh, you all mentioned, is uh, make your mark. We have the, uh, the Giving Day. You have uh, Giving Tuesday, which is the Giving Tuesday after Black Friday. You have these certain days. So if you know, if, you know, I want to give on one day, you can choose that one day or a certain campaign. For me, however, giving back means a lot of, uh, it goes back, to, I think, to numbers. So something that is uh, always the bottom line is rankings. And when someone who's new or from Florida and you're saying, oh, what is the top schools for blank? Sometimes those rankings actually take into account the alumni participation. So they're not saying, oh, these people were giving a million dollars each. They're saying 50 exactly. or 75% of a class actually donated and that's why we really try and strive for the um at the end of the year uh, you, a lot of the, the senior class act as your class year so me being the class of 2017 everyone donated twenty dollars 17 cents um i should say everyone we hope we hope at some point it will be everyone uh we want to increase that engagement so this year that would be a 20 20 and that would be $20 20 cents for the future rising seniors and not just the engagement of the alumni whether it's donating your time or your talent especially just a little bit of your treasure it's a great way to stay involved stay connected what I do love receiving is those letters that I receive from local or from current students or just the alumni uh, office of alumni engagement saying hey it's happy valentine's day or it was your birthday month or Happy, uh, you know, graduation of uh, whether it's a big anniversary for your graduation year or whatnot. There's a lot of mailers. We have a great graphics team at Syracuse, and I definitely would put that plug in for the Office of Alumni Engagement because those are the pieces of mail I look forward to. And I think I do receive those because I am in one of the individuals engaging every year, whether it's uh, helping the Office of Admissions, Alumni Engagement, attending our Orange Central, which I'm uh, just registered for for this September, which I'm very excited about. And uh, hopefully I'll see all of you all and everyone listening there as well. That's a great segue, Jenny, to mention that Orange Central is September 12th to the 15th. There's milestone reunions. There's affinity and special interest programs. There's 75 different programs offered over the course of the weekend. And by the way, there's a huge football showdown with the defending national champions from Clemson coming to campus on September 14th. It's going to be a dynamite weekend. Make sure you register at Orange Central syr.edu. Before I let you guys both go, I want to thank you so much for coming here on the podcast. Uh, Mike, can you give us one maybe little teaser to something that you're working on behind the scenes with the Generation Orange Leadership Council coming up over the next year or two that's going to really play a big difference in the lives of our young alumni? Yeah, I just spoke about this uh, with some people yesterday. I think I mentioned a little bit about the digital offerings, but we're going to be doing more in career areas. So we know no matter what industry you're in, um, finance, medicine, design, whatever it is, we're going to have nights and events curated for those niches, not just broad based on the time frame. Because we believe 
being with people who are working on what you're working on is valuable. And Jenny, same question for you. Give us one little teaser that you're really excited about that's going to be a, a nice offering for our young alums coming up down the road. I am very excited. I'm on the communications team for Generation Orange Leadership Council, and we are hoping to do biographies of all of our members. So whether you knew us on campus or you want to know who is involved with the Generation Orange Leadership Council, we are getting biographies on the website, and hopefully then we can really be ambassadors in our local areas. Or if we don't have someone, feel free to reach out. We have a contact form online, I believe. And that's a great way to start saying, hey, raise your hand, volunteer, offer to help us with a uh, an event or something in your local region. If you don't see someone, we would love all the assistance we can get. We, we are very excited to mention that Grace Terry has been hired um, as the assistant director of uh, the, the programming that will be overseeing Generation Orange alumni. And she is very excited to get to work with everybody who is a young alum on great programming that is taking place for the Generation Orange Leadership Council. Again, you can go to alumni.syr.edu and under Connect with CUSE, Find out all about the Generation Orange and Generation Orange Leadership Council. For my two guests today, Mike Smith and Jenny May, this has been the Cuse Conversations podcast. Again, you can go find us on anchor.fm slash Conversations, alumni.syr.edu slash Conversations, and everywhere else you go to find your podcasts. For my guests, Jenny May and Mike Smith, I am John Boccasino. We'll talk more Syracuse University alumni news coming up on a Cuse Conversations podcast.